0: Hello and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. My name is Tina Stinson and this is episode 19. I can't believe that we're on episode 19. Next is 20 and I'm going to have to have some kind of a celebration. Very exciting. So this week we're going to be talking about how we can do more in less time without the overwhelm. That's the very important part of that. We don't want any of any overwhelm or burnout. After all, this podcast is all about how to practice self-care and still have amazing success without the burnout. So let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hello and welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast, or if you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. Today we are going to be talking about how you can do more in less time without the overwhelm. That's the most important part. So it's what a lot of people want, right? I know I do. I'm always looking for ways to be more intentional with my time. As a matter of fact, I geek out about this stuff and I love working with people to make Their time most efficient. But I like doing it in a way that it's not stressful and tedious, if you know what I mean. Because I know that time is my most precious resource. I don't want to waste time on things I don't really love. I want to do the things I love that make me feel like I'm in flow. And I want to spend as much time as possible doing that. That's my goal. So today, I'm going to share with you some of the things that have worked for me over the years and my clients when it comes to what I call time expansion. I feel like when I say that, there should be like background noise, like, I don't know, sci-fi background noise. I don't know, something like that. Um, Time expansion is creating more time and space for the things that you love and getting more done in less time without the overwhelm, without the burnout. So as I go through these practices I use, I'll point out where you create more time for yourself. And I believe if you're the type of person who's spending a lot of time On like all these things that don't really matter to you, or if you're if you spend a lot of time in autopilot, you can if you're more intentional, you can create a whole hour. Like you can create space for a whole extra hour in your day. So what does that sound like? That sounds freaking awesome, right? Creating a whole hour, you could read a book, you could just sit on your butt and do nothing, you could spend time with your family, you could work out, you could cook dinner every night. There's just so many things you could do with an hour. So let's get started. Number one, know what's important. Okay. You can't really, really be intentional with your time unless you know what's important to you, very specific, specifically to you. We spend a lot of our time, like I said, in autopilot going through the motions, or I like to call it um, spending a lot of time on the hamster wheel. We sometimes aren't even paying attention to our daily tasks that we participate in. How many times have you like done something, you know, like wash the dishes or like whatever, just something very like monotonous and you're just like not even paying attention, you're not even tuned in. If you truly want to be intentional, you have to start by knowing your core values. This is you taking a look at all the areas of your life and writing out a core value statement. And what that really means is what matters most to you in that area. And for the different areas, what I'm talking about is like for health, for fitness, for different types of relationships for your career, for money, for your spirituality, whatever your core areas in your life, you should have a core value statement for each one. It's not necessarily a goal. It's what's really important to you about that one area of your life. And that's gonna be what's important to me is completely different than what's important to you. So it's very specific. And and if you really want a guide to how to figure out your core value statements, I talk about this in more detail and I have actual specific questions that I I share with you that you can ask, and that is in episode 12 of the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I will put a link to that in the show notes. Um, check it out if you want to do start writing out your core value statements. This is really an important step. When you do this, you can compare what you're doing daily to your core values and see if they're both aligned. If not if you're not doing a lot that's lined up with your core values, then you have to start asking yourself some questions. How can I slowly make adjustments that will point me in the direction of my core values more? Now, I understand that there's stuff in your life that you have to do that you might not want to do. Okay, And I talk about this also many, many, maybe I'll do a whole new podcast episode on this because it's more about like if you can't not do it, like we all have to take care of our kids and feed them every night. But if it's something that we really don't enjoy sometimes because we're so tired, how can I make this easier? Can I can I delegate it? Can I go out to eat once a week or order and takeout once a week? What can I do? Can I batch cook? You know, it's about really making everything work better for you so that you can enjoy your life more. So, but the first step, like I said, is writing out your core value statements. This way you can be more intentional with your time. You can get more things done, the things that you want to get done in less time. So how, how does that save you time? When you know what you want, you you don't spend a lot of time on the things that you don't want. Don't want. You don't spend your lot of time, a lot of time in autopilot, so then if you have certain goals and dreams, okay, let, let me let me use an example. So say you're writing a book, but you're not getting it done. You're spending a lot of time um, doing this for this person. Uh, you have to make cupcakes for the PTA. You have to, oh, you told your friend that you would walk her dog for her, you know, three times this week. And you also, your mom wants you to do this or you're, you're, your significant other wants you to do that. And you keep putting everything else first. And a lot of these things you don't wanna do. And I'm not saying don't do nice things for other people. I'm just saying, if it's not like a hell yes, and you're not getting spending any time doing the things that are really important to you because you're putting everybody else first, then something's not aligned, okay? There has to be some time put aside for you. Yes, do, do wonderful things for other people, But if you're shortchanging yourself a hundred percent of the time, then there's something wrong here. Okay. So that's the first step. Know what's important to you. Know your core values. Very important. Okay. The second thing is to know your why. Now, a lot of people have heard this before because there's a very famous book by Simon Sinek. I believe it is. It's called, uh, start with why. Okay. And, and I believe that is, this is basically the same thing. But what is your why? Your why is the reason you're doing the things you do every day. Why are you working towards this goal or that dream? Why, are you, um, why do you do the job you do? What, what, what's important to your family? Why do you work so hard for your family? Um, why do you do your hobbies? What is the why? What's the most important reason you're doing these things? Because when these things get tough or these things get hard and they always do, you could look at your why and lean on it for inspiration. That's, you're you're going to look at it and be like, why the heck am I doing this? Why am I doing this? And then you'll have like a very specific why that you wrote out, and you'll say, that's why. And it has to be something strong. They always say to have a good why. Okay. So take some time to write out your why for all the things that you do, all the things that are important to you. And if you also, if you want a powerful tool on how to do this, and it's the same thing, it's a bunch of questions that you could ask yourself to get deep down to the nitty gritty of your exact why. And this tool is so amazing because it really, it really deepens your why, if that makes sense, it makes it stronger, and that's in episode 16 of the Soul Align Self Care podcast. I'll also put that in the show notes, so you have two assignments there. But know your why; it'll show you. I'll, I'll show you how easy it is in that podcast episode, and I, I believe that one's only 15 minutes long. It's not a very long episode, so it's a really, really powerful lesson. And it's something that you can just use for the rest of your life. Every time you write out a goal, every time you have a dream, you write out your why for that. Super powerful. It creates inspiration. It cr- creates that strength that you need. It helps you get more th- things done in less time because you're you're creating that momentum, that inspiration, okay? That's self-explanatory. I really don't have to explain that. The third thing, oh, this is also one of my favorites. I love this as much as time expansion, decluttering, decluttering the mind, decluttering your space and decluttering your processes. No, I'm not going to get all like Marie Kondo on you. Um, well, maybe I will a little bit because when you create space, when you declutter, you create space. That makes room for better things to come into your life, whether that be like actual physical objects or just like mental space, creating mental space so that you have more capacity to do things. Decluttering the mind of all the to-dos and worries. Think about if you can get rid of all those to-dos in your head and all those worries. Handle that shit right away so it's not looping in your head. Think about the things that we put off all the time. It's usually the things that are uncomfortable that we really just don't want to deal with. It's really funny how we put uncomfortable things off because we don't want to deal with them. But the the amount of stress it causes you, the amount of time it steals from you, thinking about it, stressing about it for not doing it is tenfold. Think about it. Think about the last time you had like an unpleasant task, say calling your bank. God, that's really unpleasant nowadays. A lot of times you stay on hold forever. Um an uncomfortable conversation maybe with your in-laws, whatever it might be, and you put it off and you say to yourself in the morning, oh, I got to do that today. And then you go to work and then it's looping around in your head and you're like, oh, maybe I'll call during lunch. And then a friend asks you to go out to lunch and you, and you, of course, you don't want to do that unpleasant thing. So you go out to lunch with your friend and then it's looping in your head. I'll do it later when I get home from work. And then, and then you get home from work and you're tired and one of your kids is sick or you have to cook dinner Or you're just tired and you just want to not deal with anything unpleasant. So you put it off and you go to bed thinking about it and it's looping in your head while you're laying, trying to fall asleep. It's keeping you awake. You're like, God, I have to, I have to handle this. I've been putting it off for like two weeks now. right? So how much time does that take away from you? And then also think about how much stress it causes, it's taking up all that space in your brain. You could be using that, that brain power for much better things, don't you think so? So whatever it is, just get it done so it's not like stress looping in your head for weeks. You know, you know what I'm talking about because when you finally do it, you're like, why did I wait so freaking long? It wasn't that bad. Followed by a very long exhale. It's like weight's been lifted off your back. Now, decluttering your space is magical. We all know that, right? I don't even have to go into that too deeply. We've all experienced the exhilaration of cleaning a freaking closet and bringing all those clothes to Goodwill or wherever you bring it. Or the cleaning out that kitchen junk drawer and finally knowing where all that crap is. When your space is clear, it makes room for the new. Also, it also creates... Um, what's the word? A space for things to flow. So when everything's neat and in order and you know where stuff is, everything flows better. Your day flows better. You get things done quicker. You know, just think about you're getting ready for work. Your closet's clean. It's decluttered. Everything's in order. You grab your shirt, you grab your pants, your socks are in the where they're supposed to be you don't need to find socks you don't need to match socks up you find your shoes you know exactly where your keys are because you're you're everything's clean and in order so everything happens a whole lot faster just think about the ease that you create by decluttering and keeping things in order now decluttering your processes is creating flow with all your daily tasks getting ready in the morning getting the kids ready for school working out, making dinner. It's looking at those daily tasks and asking yourself, how can I make this easier for myself? How can I make it flow better? And this might take some upfront work and time. As a matter of fact, it 100% will. And you might be saying, how am I saving time doing this? Because I'm spending so much time getting all this stuff set up. But the amount of time you'll save and the amount of stress that you'll avoid is priceless. When you're in flow and your space is in flow and your processes are in flow, you get more things done in less time. Another way to explain the process thing is, so say, I'm going to give you a good example, a life example, and I believe I shared this before, but this is an example of decluttering and also making a, a process flow for myself, okay? So... I hate doing dishes, right? But I also hate waking up to dirty dishes. So when I wake up in the morning and my sink is full of dirty dishes, it automatically puts me in a bad mood. It automatically weighs on me. I feel that weight, right? I feel like a little bit of stress then I have to go into the kitchen. I might even have to wash some dishes before I make my coffee and the coffee pot might even be dirty. So I have to clean the coffee pot and it's a good 30 minutes before I have a cup of coffee. I freaking hate that. And it's not a good way to start my day. Now, I know how much I hate that. So I force myself to do the dishes. I don't care how freaking tired I am. So I do my dishes. I organize my kitchen. And then what I do, now this is the magical part. This is the process flow part. I set up the coffee pot. All I have to do in the morning is press a button. I don't schedule it because, because there is a timer on it, because I never know what time I'm going to wake up. I don't wake up at a specific time. I don't set an alarm. Okay. I wake up when I wake up. Sometimes I wake up at four in the morning. Sometimes I wake up at seven. So I just never know. It's easy enough to walk into my kitchen and press the button. Now, how do you think I feel when I wake up in the morning and all I have to do is walk over and press a button? I feel 110% better. Okay. So I created flow in my life and I just made my day start better. I created such a difference just in decluttering and making, helping my process flow better. So like making your processes better is about what makes it easier for you. What works for you? Everybody's different. So that example might not resonate with some people. Some people might like doing dishes. If you do, get in contact with me. Maybe we can work together somehow. I freaking hate it. Okay. But c- can you see how like magical that can be? Can you see how much space that creates for you? Can you see how much that improves my day? It's just so wonderful. All these little things, just like I said at the beginning of the podcast, all these things add up. It creates time and space for yourself and less stress. It, comp- it makes you have the capacity to work better. It helps you to work smarter so that you get more done in less time. Does that make sense? Last one, number four, learn how to say no. Now this is all about setting boundaries, but I'm not gonna get too into boundaries because I could have like 10 episodes on boundaries. And maybe someday I'll do that. I'll do a whole series on boundaries. I'm not sure if you guys are into that, but learning how to say no is a big thing. This is a big one for a lot of people. Saying no can be difficult, especially if you're a recovering, people pleaser like myself. Believe me when I say I know, I know. Take the time to evaluate what the task is. Yes, I'm telling you right now that you are allowed to take time to make a decision to whether you want to do something or not. You don't have to give someone an answer right away unless there's some kind of a time constraint on their end. And if you feel if you're feeling this time constraint and it's not making you happy, it's very likely that this isn't a, this isn't a right choice for you. And you could just say no right away. If, not, if someone's not willing to give you the space to, to make that decision. Now, if it's, like a, it's a, if it's like a very specific situation where they're not doing that on purpose to pressure you, that it's real, there really is a real time constraint, then that might be a little bit different. But I would say most of the time, 80% of the time, maybe even more than that, you have the time to evaluate whether you want to say yes or no. And then ask yourself, does this support my core values? You have time to think about this. Okay, don't feel rushed. Then decide. If it's a hell yes, do it. And it should be a hell yes. Remember, time is your most precious resource. Treat it that way. Start treating it that way. If it's a no, (laughs) then you're required, all you're required to do is to say no. There's no explanation needed. So practice doing this. No is a complete sentence. I'm sure you've heard that a million times. Say no with no excuse attached. You owe no one an excuse. This is your time, your most valuable freaking resource. You don't get it back. Treat it that way. Now, you can be polite and still say no. All right. I'm not saying just be super rude to everyone. Just be like, no, no, but you don't have to make the excuse. You could say, thank you for thinking of me. I really can't do it at this time, but there's no excuse there. You see how I'm being polite, but there's no excuse. Thank you for thinking of me. Maybe another time. So you can be polite and still say no without the excuse. What I, what's really important is not to make the excuse because you owe no one an excuse. It's your time. You're the manager of your time. Only you. That's it. Um, You could just say, no, I'm not available for that. No, thank you for thinking of me, but right now I'm going to have to pass. There's so many different ways to do that. This is also another episode. I could do a whole episode on saying no. (laughs) No. I should just make a list while I sit here. The main point is to start paying attention to the tasks you're agreeing to and decide if you want to ditch it, delegate it, or do it. When you learn how to set these boundaries to protect your time and to protect your energy, you not only create more time and space for yourself, but you have your energy so you can use that energy for the things that matter most to you, the things that you want to get done. Do you see how you're getting more done and less time? because you're being more specific. You're protecting your energy. You're protecting your time. So this is a very important practice to learn how to do. This is a very important boundary. I always say that boundaries are the foundation of self-care. If you can't set boundaries, the self-care that you're applying will not stick. It just won't. So learning to say no is really important. These are some of the things that have worked magic in my life and also my clients. And it took me, I'm not lying when I say it took me a couple of years to really stop being the people pleaser that I was. It took me some time because I was the doormat. I really was. So it didn't happen overnight for me. So be patient with yourself. Don't beat yourself up. I want you to give some of these a try. And if you need extra support, just reach out. They may be pretty simple, but they're not always easy to implement. Like I said before, you'll have to invest some time up front, and it might be difficult work, but the time and space you create for yourself is priceless. So do this for you. That's why I call this self-care. Okay. It's deep level self-care. So if you want more of this, you want to go deeper into these? I have something really awesome for you. It's my time expansion masterclass. It's a three day masterclass, it's pre recorded. So, when you purchase it, you get instant access to all three days, and you can go deeper in some of these practices. And there's also, um, it expands a little bit more in the masterclass. So, day one, I talk about the decluttering, I go deeper into that. And that's always fun. I love decluttering. Day two is setting and maintaining boundaries. So we go more into the boundaries. And then day three is the not to-do list. And yes, this this um, masterclass comes with an awesome workbook. The not to do list, which is something I didn't talk about today. It's learning how to prioritize and manage your time, creating space for the things that bring you closer to your dreams, desires, and goals, and have and use this tool that I give you as a new, as new circumstances come up. So you'll learn things in this masterclass that you can use for the rest of your life. Okay. So gain instant lifetime access with the link. I'll put it in the show notes. So if you want to go further, it's, um, it's really, really awesome. So I enjoyed hanging out with you today. If you have any questions, definitely reach out. Oh, I also have a new freebie that'll be in the show notes. It's 30 days of self-care and it's a checklist. It's awesome. And the reason why I created this is I've been really busy with work lately, but I'm still trying to squeeze in my self-care. My dogs had spent some time at a kennel and they got really sick. As a matter of fact, they're still sick today as I'm speaking to you. And I've been running on very nervous, anxious energy and i knew i needed some self care but i needed something that was kind of like quick i felt a lot of pressure and so i made this list of 30 like go to things that you could add into your day very easily and i made it into a checklist so i can keep it next to my desk so it's like it's like the che- self care checklist for the busy woman okay so it's it's really awesome i'll put the link it's free it's a new freebie that i created for my community. I hope it helps you too. I did number 28 the other day and it just changed my whole mood for the day. It was really hard to get started and um but once I did it I it really it changed my mood for the rest of the day. It really, really worked. So be sure to grab that too. Everything will be all everything I talked about today will be in the show notes. Okay I'll see you next week. Bye.